0: Hey, hey, friend, welcome to what I feel like is officially summer break right now, whether you are taking a couple weeks off or a couple months off from your homeschool, or just we'll say from your formal homeschool, because really education, it never ends, right? It shouldn't end, actually, shouldn't end for you either. But summer in my house, we kind of do the teen years overall a bit differently. And summer is no exception. You're not going to walk into my house and find my teens even though I'm just down to one this summer, even if you were to come into my home for all the many years of teens, you're not going to find them laying around, sitting on their phone, scrolling mindlessly, watching TV. It's just not part of who we are. It's not the family culture that we have created. It's not the homeschool lifestyle that we are aiming for. And it's, this isn't to knock anybody, but I assume that maybe you're listening because maybe you want to get some insight as to how not to walk through maybe the summer in that type of way. And maybe you're looking just for overall, just teens and raising of teens. And I've done some previous episodes about the teen years, and I will drop links for those in the show notes for you so you can listen afterwards. But the summer can be a way that, as a homeschooler, you can use that time maybe the time off from just your regular routine, you've created a new routine, you can use it to help reach the goals that you have for your family. Maybe for your children as a whole, maybe each individual child, but it also is a fantastic, it's a beautiful time that can come alongside and assist you with your vision, with your parenting vision, with your homeschool vision. And we get to create these goals and this vision together and clarify your homeschool. You can get more information about it at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. But right now, today, I'm going to share with you how I am educating my teen homeschooler this summer. He and I sat down and we came up with a plan for the summer. And this isn't the first summer we've done this. This is something that I have done repeatedly every summer. Even when I had all three of my teens and kids, and I'm going to share here at the end too, what this looks like. If you're like, well, I don't have a teen. Well, listen in anyway. It's going to get your brain juices going here a little bit. And I'm going to give you some ideas as to what this looked like in the younger years as well. Okay, let's do it now here today. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. As a child, there was one phrase that, well, there was probably many phrases we couldn't use, but one in the summer, particularly, we did not utter these words to my parents. And my kids learned not to utter those words to me. (laughs) Can you guess what it is? Two words. And it is, I'm bored. Now, growing up, if I was to say, I'm bored... We lived in an old farmhouse with a lot of property and a lot of stuff that needed done. So typically if I said I'm bored, I was given probably maybe a pitchfork or a shovel or some type of tool and said, here, go on out and do this. So I learned not to say that. It doesn't mean that I didn't do those things. It doesn't mean that those weren't automatically kind of just given to us as children living in the home. My kids learned not to say that to me either because I could come up with a whole long list of things to fill up their time. And again, this doesn't mean that they didn't help out with chores and help out with things around the house. It was just, you know, if you said I'm bored, it was like extra bonus stuff for you. (laughs) And we didn't, I'm sure they didn't think it as bonus. They learned, they just didn't say it to me. And then they just kind of did their chores and their tasks and their things as assigned and then filled up their time with some other really good stuff as well as some of these goals and things that we had set up at the beginning of the homeschool year. So let's dive into talking about my 15-year-old and I sitting down, having a conversation. And this is the neat thing about having teams is that we really get some solid input from them and looking like, what is it? Like, what's some future goals that you have? And like, how can we spend this time this summer working towards those instead of just trying to do it all during the actual maybe nine months or so that you have designated towards your homeschool, formal homeschool time, we'll say that you're reporting on and doing all the stuff for your state regulations and stuff like that. But it's just super fun to really give them input. Not that you don't give input when they're younger, but just like they kind of know the stakes are a little bit higher. And even if, say during the summertime, they come up with some goal, they want to do something. And you're like, that's kind of doesn't really even quite fit with who you are. And you know that you have to let them try. And then at the end of the summer, they might say, you know what, I actually am not very inclined to be artistic. I didn't really like it very much. But I really want to take these art classes, I really wanted to learn how to do this, or I really wanted to learn how to ride a unicycle. And they realize at the end, I'm not really going to go into a career with that. Well, you know what that means? Just one more thing to cross off the list that, well, I don't think we're going to put any more time into this, but let me tell you. So he and I sat down outside before our morning time. and I'm still doing that a little bit with him here, even though the homeschool year has wrapped up. We're still going to do some reading together because again, I have him and he has some time when he's not working that he and I can sit and we can continue to read and grow together and just enjoy each other's company. So let's dive into the categories that I have kind of classified these under. And the first one has to do with personal reading. So he and I came up with a certain amount of books that we think is going to challenge him a little bit, but it's also not going to make it really difficult because he still is, he's working this summer. So he works for his brother's lawn care company. So he works for his older brother, my 18 year old, he works for him mowing lawns like two, maybe three times a week. And that is a really full long day get up in the morning and it's dedicated towards getting ready to go. And then he comes home in the evening and it's like shower and dinner and just decompress. So really these categories and these goals that we have, he doesn't necessarily have 24 seven for them. So keep that in mind. If you have a teen that is not working and has 24 seven has more time, you might have more goals or your goals might be a little bit meatier, we'll say. So as far as the reading, we came up with a certain amount of books that I feel like will be good, will be challenging, will keep him reading and engaged. Now, what are those books? He and I haven't quite settled on that yet. I think we'll come to a consensus on the books. And it might be like, you pick one, I pick one. But I really try to pick books that I know that he's going to enjoy. I have found that overall with all my kids, they might be like, nope, 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 don't want to read that book. Maybe the cover just doesn't do anything for them. And then they'll start reading and they're like, wow, this is a really good book. And I'm like, yeah, it's a really good book. And then eventually they probably think that it was their idea to read it, but I don't care because they're reading the book that I really wanted them to read. So the first category is reading. Coming up with some really good literature, coming up with some good books that are going to be challenging and exciting and maybe a little bit fun and not just like, not super boring, not textbooks or anything like that. The next category is to... For him to put some time into some personal hobbies so he has been teaching himself how to play guitar and he has taken drum lessons for many many years so he's wants to so both of these are areas that he's just going to work on on his own if he needs maybe some youtube videos he needs some help if he needs some lessons if he's interested in that we can add that on but just he's going to then focus on increasing his knowledge and how well he can play when it comes to those two instruments And now this next category, I'm just going to label as the business category. I know, shocker, shocker, I have probably, possibly here, another entrepreneur on my hands. He has watched his big brother and he's like, wow, I want to do that, but I don't want to do the lawn mowing. I want to do a business that I want to do, but look at what he has done. And so kind of translating that, you know, all the business kind of stuff, all of the You know, filing for an LLC and getting your EIN and just all the accounting and everything behind the scenes, the legal stuff. He's like, well, I can just have my brother help me out. I'm like, yeah, you've lucked out on that one. But he actually has different interests, obviously that I mentioned earlier than lawn care. Although he's he's working to make money to help pay for some of the supplies and some of the things that he is looking to. So he's kind of has a couple of different ideas. I'm trying to. Get him to whittle down to, you know, what exactly will the, we'll say the first business be, or what is the first step in the business. And when he he feels like he's kind of settled, then I'll share a little bit more with you about that. But I want to go and like, be like, this is what he's going to do, (laughs) if that's not what he's going to go ahead and do. So this summer, we're going to focus on some of the business stuff, like what can we get into place? When do you want to start this? What does that look like? And lots of brainstorming and thinking of ideas. And yeah, just kind of getting a little bit excited. So he's working on his business plan and what are the steps that he would need. And so yeah, so that's next category. So the next one then is some, we'll say the physical category. And this one is not one that he put on the list, but I put on the list. (laughs) This is going to comprise of certain jobs around the house that I need his physical manual labor. Some of them is just using brain power and figuring out some things. And if you are thinking like, I like this category, the physical part, doing some jobs, you can also add another aspect into it. Maybe this has to do with just their physical health. Now he is mowing lawns two to three times a week, and he is very physically fit and very active. So I don't feel like I need to add anything. Of course, he watches his brother with lifting weights and stuff like that. So he'll do some stuff just kind of on his own, but I don't feel like he needs to. But this could be a category that you sit down with your kiddo and you kind of talk about maybe they want to be able to run a couple miles by the end of the summer or maybe they want to be able to lift a certain amount of weight or maybe they just want to get certain get strong in certain muscles and you can add that in so for mine for the physical part is just to do some chores some jobs around the house that we just don't have time for during the homeschool year like for example In the back, we have what we call the woods. It is not much of a woods, but we have like so many trees and a lot of them, like we can't, you just can't have that many trees. It's going to get to be, it's going to be, get to be an issue and we're going to have to have someone come in and take it down. So a lot of the trees were just saplings and they're, they're big enough, but he can easily cut them down and cut them up. So like, that's one of the jobs. And to spend the time during the homeschool year just doesn't, doesn't really, we just don't really always have the time. For that. So I was like, oh, perfect to do in the summer. So if you come over and you look at my backyard and there's a bunch of like trees that are, I don't know, six inches in diameter laying all over the place. We're getting to it. We're working on it. <laughs> all right. So the last category that I have is again, another one of my ideas here for him. And I said, you know what? This is a really, really good time for you to work on cleaning out your bedroom. Ha 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 kind of a little bit of the bane of my existence for the teen years. I felt like I was able to keep their room semi kind of clean and organized. We would do like a big purge once in a while. And it was just lots of toys. As the teen years came on, I was just like, you know what, I can't, I'll just close the door. You know, they're only here for so long. And it's not like it's disgusting. I know they run a vacuum through once in a while. I know that there's I don't let them bring like bowls and plates of food and everything. So I know that there's not food, like moldy food and plates and everything in their room. There might be a lot of water bottles and glasses full of leftover water and stuff, but not food. But the issue in his room currently right now is that he has a lot of hobbies, a lot of really fun hobbies. And there are parts for RC cars all over the place and drones and just all kinds of technology things that are taken apart. And I know that he really loves this and he has enough space to be able to work on this. However, there are things in his room that are just not serving him now in this season of life. And he's just at that transition where like, we don't necessarily want to play with the toys anymore, but he doesn't quite want to get rid of them. So say for example, like Legos, it was probably, I don't know, about nine months ago or so that I was like, you know, you just aren't playing with these Legos and they're just in bins underneath your bed and they're taking up so much room they're getting really dusty and you're not playing with it we could clear all this out and I was like I'm not getting rid of them so I just took them all out found some lids got them into some storage in our house so I think there's a lot of similar things in his room things that he doesn't want to let go of and things that I don't necessarily am going to push him to get rid of some of these things I'm like I'm gonna hold on to these because these are fun and someday I'll have grandbabies and they can play with these Legos So he's just has some things in his room. And I said, let's work on your bedroom this summer, minimalizing it, just really just keeping what it is that you want, what is going to serve a purpose in your room and what is going to serve you in this season of life. And so out of all of the goals, I think that one might be my most favorite. (laughs) Speaking of a, you know, mom of teens. So his list, again, these categories and the things, it doesn't, when I say it out loud, it doesn't seem like a lot. But again, he is working two to three days a week and he's also playing baseball. What happens is when you homeschool, especially in our area, that the leagues and stuff don't start, that he can join until after the regular baseball season has completed, like for the schools and stuff. So his baseball season tends to be in the summer. So two nights a week, we are playing baseball and he's working three days a week. So really when you are coming up with plans and goals and ideas for how they can spend some time this summer, like in a really good way, consider the amount of time and also allowing time for downtime for them to refresh and to be so to have fun and just maybe just take a break a little bit here. So don't think that this is just for the teens to do. You can still do this no matter what the age of your children is. I probably, it might have been my second year or so of our homeschooling year, I was just so used to the school system and just having the summer, like you need that break, that summer break from school because school is so intense. I found that with homeschool, home education, I was like, it is not, we don't need to run from it. We don't need a three month break from it. But let's just do something different, something that's going to continue to sharpen their minds and to give them exposure and trying new things. And so when they were little, I came up with goals for them. And it could have been something like, for my daughter, maybe to she played the piano, maybe to be able to learn a couple of new pieces by the end of the summer. Or maybe it was I gave her a certain area of the flower garden of the flower beds and let her create whatever she wanted. And she was in charge of planting and watering and weeding. And I remember one summer for my my middle kiddo, my older son, I had found a book somewhere, it was like mini weapons or something. And it was using things like toothpicks and and rubber bands and tape and marshmallows and popsicle sticks and it had all of these different like little mini weapons like a tiny little catapult that they could make and so that was part of his like summer project is what I called it it said you need to you need to build and create one of these per week and then by the end of the summer we had a whole collection of mini little arsenal of weapons it could be something like maybe getting something more organized or purging some stuff within your home, it could be building a doghouse, it could be learning an instrument, it could be tackling a new type of art medium, maybe learning watercolor, reading, I highly recommend the reading. And maybe if they're not quite into the reading themselves, it could be listening to audio dramas, it could be audio books, just some way of continuing their education, but in a fun way and with some goals. And at the end of the summer, you can look back and you can say, Hey, look, look at all that we created. Look at what we built and look at just how much that has added to our life this summer by focusing on this, by taking out maybe some of the formal instruction and replacing it with some other things that are equally just as good. So there you have it. My teenager's summer in a nutshell, but also he think he has like three weeks away from home too. we have a couple of vacations and camp. And so really, when I look at the list, it probably is could be even too much. We'll see what he accomplishes. I don't have necessarily anything like you have to reach a certain point in your business thing. It's like, let's just make sure that we add in the time to explore just the other the, all the business aspects and all the legal stuff that you're going to need to do here down the road. And maybe all of this feels too overwhelming to you. Maybe you're thinking, I don't even have my curriculum figured out for next year. I don't even have a vision. I don't even know what we're doing. I We're just kind of winging it over here. I grabbed some notebooks. I found some things that I paid for and teachers pay teachers and some workbooks. And we're just going to kind of wing it. And But I really want something more. I feel like there's something different to homeschool, to this home education, to being together every day. I feel like there's other things that are more important or just as important to focus in and to pour into them. Well, I am totally here for that. And I've got the solution for you. And that is clarify your homeschool. We are going to get you up and running and you are going to create and then embrace the homeschool lifestyle that is perfectly matched for you and your family, your children, your husband, the the group of you um, as a family unit for this homeschool year. And you're going to walk into it with confidence and peace that this is going to be a really great homeschool year. And this summer is a perfect time to get going on that. So you can get more information at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. And I will see you right back here on the podcast in just a couple more days, friend. Have a really good day. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at littlebylittlehomeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, mama.